what money has done to you. Look what money has done to us. I'm dead because of you. No, you're alive. Yeah. You're just a torso and head. <laughs> you're alive. I'm still dead because of you. What do I do <laughs> with the torso and a head? You go boing, 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 <laughs> just, boing, boing. Now one of my uh, Larry the Cucumber from uh, VeggieTales? Yeah. Yes, pretty much. That one never gets old for me. Mr. Brewer being Larry the Cucumber running around, boing, 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 boing. I'm waiting for that to be a reality. You're waiting for that to be a reality for you to destroy the world <laughs> yes. because of your Playboy-like <laughs> ambitions and uh, dreams? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, by the voice you can hear there, you know that Aaron is here again. And yeah. once again, he's to my left. Just like every week. And the silentness is to my right, a.k.a. Mr. Josh Brewer. Still silent. <laughs> He's still silent. He is still untalkative. Silence is golden. Yeah, apparently so. Sure. My, my <laughs> one thought was just to okay. be silent to see how long the recording actually goes this week. To go, ha, see, it's not just me. That's okay. I can pull some other recordings of you that I've cut from other episodes and interject them and They'll make just as much sense there as they did in the other place, too. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back again to another episode of uh, User Words Podcast. Uh, this will be uh, entertaining here. Uh, this topic actually started out as one thing and kind of ended up morphing into another over time, especially recently with, especially this week, <laughs> after news uh, kind of broke for a little bit there and things came out and documents were released and people were upset and uh upset he likes spaghetti yes so because of that uh mr johnson i didn't get a chance to get a word for you this week. so <laughs> whoa <laughs> oh, darn no that's a good thing <laughs> oh darn you don't have a word of the week i do actually you no, want me to nope. tell you no, I'm saying you don't have to do that. Oh, I know. I'm saying, oh, darn, because you don't have to do it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> darn. Uh, well, well, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get him and expand his mind in other ways this week. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe blow it up a little bit. We'll Hopefully. see. <laughs> we'll, we never know. Who's? Yours. Who are we talking about? I, uh, he's, not, he's, he's not paying attention because we're Again. talking about you. <laughs> when aren't you talking about me? Okay, so let's get off this road before Josh tries to detangentize us again. Uh, this week, and I threw this one out because I was like, I'll throw this one out because so a few, what, a couple months ago now. Yeah, a couple months ago, I traded my Pixel 3 XL. I turned off my Google Fi service and I moved to Verizon and I went to a piece of technology I still have not fully embraced iPhone. <laughs> it, it, it makes makes a little bit of bile come up in my throat even just saying that. <laughs> um, but I did that based on principle around what I was seeing with the Google community. Now, I say this and not saying, oh, you're still on Google. Shame on you. Go away. I still have some services tied into Google and I'm trying to move away from them, but if I'm 100% honest, there's some things that they do that it's hard to replicate outside their environment still. But I'm working on that, you know. I'm looking over here at Mr. 
Mr. Johnson, he's still running his Pixel 3 XL on Google Fi. Mm. And that's fine. I, I have no ill will towards him on that at all. He can do that all he wants. That's what he says, at least. Yeah, it's not what he thinks. No, no, no. It's serious. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, I, I'm, if that is his platform, he can do that. If that's the case. I just, for me, I couldn't do that anymore. After seeing uh, the first round of leaks from Google and um, undercover video showing how they were using their position as basically the number one search engine. And for older people as, quote unquote, the Internet, because you have older people like my mother, <laughs> they, they, they don't understand. You go to a browser and then you go to a website. They go, oh, OK, I go to the Google. <laughs> like, yeah, no. no, you go to the Internet, not the Google. And <laughs> so for older people, they don't get that. You know, younger people, they might be a little bit more able to change around. But even then, oh, what are you going to use? You're going to use Bing. <laughs> You know, Bing isn't exactly the best search engine out there. Uh, DuckDuckGo is another good one. What? DuckDuckDuckGo. I've never heard of that one. Uh, that one's a good one that's privacy focused. So like Google, you're the product, you, you know, basically because they're targeting and gathering all this data on you. And then they resell that to Target, you know, to advertisers and that. Uh, so you end up being the product. DuckDuckGo, they don't collect any of that information. Looks like I should probably use some more DuckDuckGo. Um, but, but again, you know, because Google is able to track you and get all this information about you, they give you free services like Gmail, like photos online, Google Keep, Google Docs, all this stuff. Do they just turn around and sell the information they obtain to you to other businesses? Yep. It's the same business model that like Facebook has and Twitter has. They collect data about you and then they're able to sell that data. So no wonder I get so many calls from scammers well no that's just because your number's out there in the database somewhere <laughs> that that's really i'm still what gonna is. blame google uh i wouldn't blame google on that one that one is probably your number was in database that database was compromised and no annoying people have. well i mean at this point what isn't compromised in this world well your social security number's out there i could probably buy it for five bucks you know and and, and like i told aaron and that you know i don't care who google was going for in the election they could have been going for trump the fact that they were using their power as the de facto search engine as the de facto ability to do technology uh, on the web you know which people go to and use the fact that they were doing that and that they were manipulating results for it that that's a bad thing in my books you know and the fact that there's undercurve video of google employees saying we can't have another 2016 situation 2020 we need to get things changed that disturbs me Regardless of whatever political uh, faction you're on and what political factions that they're going for, I can't support that. I can't be given uh, personally. Again, this this is me personally. I'm not saying Aaron's an evil person for staying on five. You know, that's fine. It works for him. That's fine. I just for me, ethically, it crossed that line where I said I can't give him money anymore knowing that this is helping to fund them doing this crap all the time where they're manipulating that and. Some of the documents that were leaked uh, this week are even worse and more damning than the first go-round of data that was leaked. But I say all this because when um, I, not to pick on Aaron, <laughs> when I first um, moved over to iPhone, that 
first day. Oh, <laughs> I know exactly where this is going. Aaron says, man, <laughs> do you want to say it? Well, you say what, how you got it. This, this is what I got from him. Okay. I, I got like, you're petty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got. And, and okay. I, I get Keep how going. that could be seen as being petty. It's like, well, oh, this company is doing something you don't like. And so you just dump them and change things. So, no, I get that part. The part where I thought it was would be considered petty was if, what if they flip-flop and, I guess, fix whatever it is that they were doing, and then you're just like, no, I'm still never going to go to them. I was like, okay. Yeah. That, I, in my mind, is like, okay, now you're just being petty about it. <laughs> but, eh, that's fair. I don't care. <laughs> we, I mean, because I was like, I I can't trust them. So mm, yeah. I, I with with Apple, I know with Apple that when I go and give them money and purchase their services, they're upfront about a few things. They're upfront. Hey, we curate our news app. They're like, we curate it. It has to fit the certain list that we determine and that we can change at any time. Google just says it's all an algorithm. That's a lie, you know. So, but Apple is upfront about that. Apple's also upfront. Hey, you know what? This is what we love at Apple. This is where our money's going to go to. They're up front. They tell us that. But they don't tell us that at Google. At Google, they're like, oh, there is no bias on any of our stuff at all. It's all algorithmic. Yeah. And like, um, no, 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 it's not. And it's been kind of shown that it's not based on various other documents and things that have come out, various interviews, and then, um, you know, various... I guess you could say uh, people who have come forward who used to work at Google because they're not going to be working there anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're, they just showed themselves out the door. Yeah. So I, I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where this conversation originally started was with Aaron saying, you're petty. <laughs> and, and that's, it's, it's, not a, it's not a knock yeah. against you, man. No, it, I know. I can understand where you might – see it as such as pettiness or mm -hmm. whatnot i guess for me it's like if i if i'm pick any example i would give wouldn't be good enough because it wouldn't be on the level of that google is on because google is like just massive but like i don't know go for it I'm, it all comes back to music mm -hmm. i love paul reed smith guitars okay so you say that like you're obsessed just saying, just saying. Keep I love Paul Reed Smith guitars. As you stroke your keyboard, too. <laughs> Say that again as though you're a stalker. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, okay, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what they could do that would irk me a lot for something that they okay. do. Say tomorrow, yeah. Paul Reed Smith guitars. And this is all fictional world because I don't want Paul Reed Smith guitars to try to sue or censor or anything. But uh -huh. in fictional world, Paul Reed Smith Guitars tomorrow comes out and says, we are for killing all, let's just say, all dogs and kittens in the U.S. Aww. We will open extermination camps tomorrow. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and that is what they say. I would be very against that. Okay. And then I would get rid of all of my Paul Reed Smith Guitars, which Wait. is only two of them. Wait, what? I, I'm going very hyperbolic here. No, no, here's a little bit more realistic, okay? Oh, now you have to be realistic. Okay. All right. The SCs are made where? 
Where are the Where are the SCs made? To, I don't know. Not here. Korea. Okay. Yeah. They're made in Korea. Okay. The signature series is made here in the U.S. Well, the base models. Okay. And what if they told you that all signature series models, base and so forth, starting from this date, back. I don't know, from this date going forward, are now going to be shipped from China. Okay. And you had two of them that you were told was made in the U.S., but it wasn't. It was assembled, but it was cut <laughs> and made and everything well, put together. How, how is that anywhere near controversial? Oh, it was made in a different spot. This isn't a company advocating for the death and destruction of animals or a company in advocating to manipulate it doesn't have to be that for with Paul Reed Smith for Aaron. No, but I'm saying, what? but I'm saying that's a whole different <laughs> level of evil. That's a much much less lesser level. And he bought a guitar thinking it was made in the U.S. and instead it was made in China. Made in the USA. Going forward, they were no longer going to be using American labor, American craftsmanship, American products. They were going to be using all Chinese stuff. Mm. I think that would deter Aaron from buying another uh, signature guitar. Knowing that it's not actual quality anymore. <gasps> Dang, he just took a shot. Like, yeah, I would probably get away from him. Be like, dude, dude no. But then they're like, okay, sorry, we shouldn't have done this. And then they try and repeat it. I guess, yeah, I would have to double think about that. About going back to him. Because it's like, you've already done, well, uh. And maybe I'm just nitpicking at this. Nitpicking at a little difference here. Yeah. You know, they say, okay, you know, we're sorry, we're going to, either the manufacturing or, no, we're not going to kill all these animals. Okay. You know, regardless, you know, whatever that changes, you're going to be able to visually audit that. So it, let's say the manufacturing one, you're going to be able to, to know, are they moving it from China to back to Korea? Yeah. You're going to be able to visually audit that. With this Google stuff, no one knew this was even happening. There's conspiracy theorist levels out there right. that were saying this was happening, but unless you have someone from within Google come out, there's no way for you to actually know, are they actually changing their ways or not? Right. Yeah. Yep, that is a big thing. Maybe you can explain this, Paul, because you've, you've read up more on this than I have. Um, <laughs> why were the police out, outside this guy's house? Like, what? who said what? They get the police to line up outside his house. Okay. Back up a second. You're 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 like jumping. Ooh, there needs to be context for this. Okay, <laughs> so what, what what Brewer is talking about here is uh, Project Veritas. Um, like them or not, that's that's up to you. You know, uh, some people really like them. Some people are like, yeah, they're cringy. Whatever. <laughs> uh, anyways, there is a guy who used to work. He was a senior engineer on their engine, uh, YouTube engineering team. He went to Veritas. Uh, he gave a bunch of documents to not only Veritas, but apparently he's turned over his laptop as well to the Department of Justice, containing a bunch of documents as well. Yeah. Uh, That's a whole lot of faith. So he also had, I don't know if he still does or not, but he had a, a dead man switch on a big document cache. So yeah. that way, if anything happened to him, these documents would just be released. Okay. Uh, I don't. Re what was the guy's name? Uh, Zachary Voorhees. That's what yes. it is. Okay. Now I'm going to preface this all this. Zachary Voorhees. He's a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But he's also. But because of that crazy, I think that's also why he has all these documents. He is very much a Josh Brewer friend. 
He very much <laughs> loves conspiracy theories. Uh, the Zachary Voorhees is definitely conspiracy theory nut. Um, right. Not going to sugarcoat it, okay? You know, he definitely uh, corner screenshots. And and here's the thing. I don't know what's happening here. Because uh, a, a bunch of screenshots show all these um, tweets of his. They're reading through. It's like, okay, yeah, he's anti-Semitic. But if you look at his Twitter feed now, you don't see them. So did he delete them? Probably. Right. Let's be honest here. And that is to be condemned if he's anti-Semite in that. Okay. Right. That doesn't excuse. However, the documents that he released, those don't get tainted just because he is crazy. (laughs) You know, data he releases doesn't get tainted because the guy is crazy. Okay. So Zachary Voorhees, after he came forward, or, or excuse me, after he came forward, um, not like publicly, but he, he went to Veritas and they did the first video with him. And then they kind of figured out who was the leaker. Uh, they Google called the police to do a wellness check on him, a mental health wellness check on him. And according, again, this is all according to him. So take all that with this with a grain of salt. In the interview with them, he said that with the lawyers he consulted with, they do that so that way, if anything goes to court, they can have a good uh, case against him for mental reasons. So that's what the In Lord, other words, it's their way of trying to say he's not credible. Right. Regardless if the information is true or false. Right. And I, oh, that's a dirty move. Now, again, if you go back through his Twitter profile and history, though, he has said some stuff that just, it's like, what the heck? And... Remember when we were talking, like, I brought up that list of, like, hate symbols that I, I was like, I never have seen these in the wild. Yeah. I saw some of those in his oh, Twitter feed. No. <laughs> I was like, wow, oh, they were actually in the wild. Um, it, like, the, the one where it was, like, where you add the echo parentheses around the word yeah. to say, you know, to imply that that's Jewish or whatever. That was yeah. all over his thing. You know, according to the news sites, apparently he thought 9-11 was due to... The Israelites. Israel. Yeah. <laughs> Israel. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Like I said, he's a little crazy, to but that least. doesn't taint the documents he released. You know, regardless of what he says and what you believe, if you believe or don't believe what he says, take a look at the documents and look at that because that's hard data. That's something you can look at regardless. And you can pull him out of the conversation even. You know, the good thing he did was he got those documents out into the wild. Now, Project Veritas only has released uh, probably a small cache of documents. Yeah. Um, it's 300 megs. There's one video in there, some pictures, a lot of PDFs. I wouldn't be surprised if they're files. still kind of reviewing stuff and looking through it. That wouldn't be surprised, but I, I'm wondering, since they said that he handed his laptop over to the Department of Justice, if... Maybe some of those documents can't be turned over to the general public right now just because they might be used for something else. Yeah, that makes sense. Make, make, that makes sense. But th- that that starts heading down conspiracy theory land, and I don't want to go down conspiracy theory land right now. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. That that you can go find him, and you two can go put your tinfoil hats being on. Sarcastic. That's not the right episode, Josh. Hey, just stay out of this. <laughs> What? He's keeping us on track. No, he's not. Um, so, like I said, regardless of the guy, where you find him credible or not. Okay. And what's funny, um, me and you were talking about this earlier, Johnson. 
you know, how you're like, oh, what do you know about the Daily Beast? And, yeah. you, know, you know, and the Daily Beast says he's not credible. Yeah. It was like. Well, it's, he might not be as credible as people right. make him out to it be. It was like the Daily Beast and like one other place, both left leaning. At least they're honest about it. Okay. okay. They're left. They're honest that they're left leaning. Yeah. Um, both. Those are like the only two places I found anyone even talking about this about, topic. about him being not credible because of that. Now. In the next day or two, we might see this out there more as more uh, places pick it up, right. especially if they're able to find archived versions of his tweets that contain some of this language. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's a, a hero that you should be like, oh, well, we are going to say, yay, he's perfect. Every person has their flaws. regardless. Oh, yeah. hmm. But he at least said, hey, you know what? I don't like what's going on and releases docs. Again, I go back. If the conspiracy theory portion is true. I could see that, and that probably fueled into why he let these documents out. <laughs> yeah. See, I, and that was, like, uh, that's one thing that, like, frustrates me so much about, like, these kind of things. Because when you sent me that, when you sent the link about the whole, well, wow, I already forgot the name of what it was. The Project, Veri- Project Veritas. Uh, Veritas, yeah. Yeah, the um, video that he, that because that came out this week. Okay. Yeah, so after seeing that, I was just like, whoa. And then I was curious. I was, um, I was like, well, "What would happen if I looked up this guy on Google?" And mm-hmm. then that's when the Daily Beast came thing came up. He was like, "He may not be as credible as you think he is." Yeah. And I was reading through. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." It's just it's frustrating because it's like you have to do so much research on both sides to really kind of figure out what's going on here. And this is it's oh. so hard for me to I I. I, I don't know it, who to trust. <laughs> it's not something you could just like look at real quickly. It, it takes time. A lot, yeah. A lot of time and research. A lot of digging. What were you about to say there, Mr. Brewer? Yeah. We're in the age of technology. Really? Anything and everything will be manipulated to one's own personal gain, and all it takes is one click, and it's all screwed up, it's all gone, or it's completely fake. Okay. Yes, right. That's, 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 that's the thing that bugs me more about it than anything else is how... False things can be so fast. And that's why I had to leave as much of the Google ecosystem as possible. Um, I don't think it was, I don't think it was Aaron. It, it was probably, it was someone. I don't think it was Josh either. who said, well, why didn't you go to like uh, Samsung? Oh, I probably did ask that. <clears throat> and I was like, because that's, it's still built on Android. It's still tied in. Google is still getting money from that device. Yeah. Because Samsung, in order to use the Google Play Store, which, by the way, gets 30, Google gets 30% of the cost of an app from there, from the Google Play Store, just like Apple does. Um, but in order to do that, they have to get their device certified, which means they have to get tested, which means they have to pay to get their device tested and certified by Google in order to use the Google Play Store, which means it has to meet certain requirements by Google, which means that they control those requirements and what it means in order to be Google Play certified. Ugh. And if it doesn't hit that, then they say, yeah, screw you. You, you don't get to access our services. Capitalism, the whole the whole structure of our economy and stuff is is built on competition. Okay, it's you know people trying to find ways to outmaneuver someone else. But when you allow these massive companies to merge, you completely deaden the competition. Right. Google has their hands practically in everything. Mm-hmm. So this is where if something were to go to court and Google were to get fined, or if they were have to, let's say they would have to split the company up as a punishment they'd have to split the company up change the ownerships 
change the identity and everything. That who as a punishment they couldn't be as big as they were because they had too much power in the abuse. Okay, let's say that happened. Okay, um, that would be a big blow to a lot of things when you have a company that is has its hands and practically everything now have to divide it up or get rid of some of it. This is where the issue I see is Google is going to be fined, but it won't hurt them at all. And the public relies too heavily on Google. That Google is going to be able to walk away from this pretty much unscathed. That's that's my prediction. I have some thoughts on that, but we'll get back to that um, because there there are some things I think that can be done to reduce that lean that reliance on Google. Um, things you know that I've been doing recently to try to do that as well, and some of the lessons I've learned. Um, the things that are easy, the things that are hard. Um, now, as far as Google being split up, I've, you keep reading stories about politicians saying that that's a thing. And Google is obviously trying not to, um, but <laughs> they probably won't. They'll probably be just fined. Like they're being fined uh, over, well, they were fined over in Europe for a monopoly on web browsers on Android platforms. So now, they, beyond the fine, they also now have to present a browser select screen in their Android devices over in Europe, which basically says, select your browser you want to use. Uh, so that way, just sort of like Microsoft had to do a while back as well over in Europe, where because Microsoft for the longest time had Internet Explorer bundled with Windows back in like XP days and that. It was it's built into Windows with 7, 8, 8, 1, 10. They started making Internet Explorer not built into the system. Um, and that came as a result of this whole thing that happened with uh, them being sued over in Europe. And for a while there, they had to have, when you set up your computer over in Europe, a special screen that came up and said, here's other browsers you can use besides Internet Explorer. And now Google has to do the same thing with Android, which I find is interesting. But Okay. But what did you have there, Mr. Johnson? Well, I kind of answered it to myself as I typed it out and actually read my <laughs> Well, what, 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 what was it anyway? Well, because since since I have the Project Phi um, that has U.S. Cellular as one of the companies that it, uh -huh. for the service, so if I left Project Phi and still went to U.S. Cellular, would I still be technically a part of Google unless I got an iPhone? Well, okay. How does so, that all work? so this is this is how that works. If you're in, if you're curious about that, mm -hmm. so your cell phone. If you went to like, like you were saying, uh, U.S. Cellular, right? Yeah, which they own, or no, they don't have own. money in them. No, they just use them as right. So Project Fi uh, for the well, it's called Google Fi now. Uh, it used to be called Project Fi. It graduated uh, from Project Status to full Google uh, status. Google Fi. Anyways. Uh, so Google Fi, for those who aren't familiar with it, this is a MVNO. Uh, what basically that means is Google went to these carriers, T-Mobile, U.S. Cellular, and Sprint, and said, we want to make a, a cell phone company, our own virtual cell phone company. And what they do is they lease bandwidth and access to these cell phone companies. So what's happened when you pay your monthly Google bill for your Google Fi. Some of that goes to right. So the Google keeps some of that money, and then however much money they negotiate in their contract goes to that carrier. Yeah. Okay, that makes a ton more sense. So now, <clears throat> that being said, with this whole um, Sprint and T-Mobile deal, as part of that deal, the Department of Justice required that they sell some of their spectrum. 
And so they're selling some of that spectrum to um, a Dish Network. And there's talk in the Google community about potentially Project Fi, Google Fi, moving from the three carriers that they are currently. Because it's once this merger is complete, it's going to be down to just T-Mobile and U.S. Cellular. Because Sprint's going to go away and be merged into T-Mobile. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just crazy to me. But, but some of their spectrum is being sold over to Dish, and they're going to make a, their own cell phone network. So there's talk about Google Fi migrating to that spectrum away from so, or they might buy some of the, their own spectrum as well and set up their own first party cell phone company, but that's a whole other ball of wax that they would have to do at that point. Okay. See, to me, that's just, that's too little. There's got to be more out there. What, what do you mean there's got to be more out you there? You say that once the merge happens, you're going to have T Mobile, US Cellular, and Google Fi. Well, the, that's of that. You know, you also have ATT, you have Verizon. You know, Google Fi isn't using those spectrums. So, huh. So what we're going to have here after this merger, we're going to have T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, and then whatever this new Dish network is. Those are going to be your big four providers. Yeah. So. Oh, and U.S. Cellular. Yeah. It's five. But U.S. Cellular is very regional. It, 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 it literally is very regional. Like outside the Midwest, you really don't have U.S. Cellular. Right. So um, Verizon, however, is like nationwide, which is wonderful, which is yeah. what I moved to. <laughs> um so but then yeah so pretty much if you get any phone other than an iphone yeah you're in the android community yeah which, and, which sucks because okay i miss the camera on the pixel 3 yeah that camera is awesome great the camera on an iphone not great it is the most potatoy thing i've ever seen <laughs> it makes a picture of josh brewer at night look like a picasso art piece <laughs> it, it, it is bad see which is weird my one of my friends well the guy from the august Burns red concerts he's got an iphone but he seems to get some pretty decent photos there might be some settings i'm not aware of that i need to change that, that, that i gotta yeah. learn but the but the default out of the box settings when you compare a pixel 3 to an iphone out of the box settings default you let it do its thing yeah Pixel 3 blows it away. <laughs> yeah. And we did that comparison at the bar yeah. that one night. Yeah, we did. And it was just amazing, that difference in color and depth and saturation. and. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. It, it, it blew me away. It just reminded me of that. But I'm like, I can't be swayed. I can't be I swayed. Can't. <laughs> See, my, my, my thought was if I did actually end up switching phones, I would keep this just to have the camera on it and mm -hmm. use it if I ever need a camera kind of thing well, I, but then i don't want to buy a new phone because that's a lot of money i have a feeling i'm switching back to dslr for my camera oh which is fine i can do that i already have it so might as well right um but, or i could just get a actually really good camera so aaron yeah aaron so, now hang on hang on hang on before okay i know you're gonna start looking at it the camera is not where the money goes the lens exactly so careful there are some good lenses out there for lower prices. There are some good lenses out there for $2,000. For a few thousand, you think? A lot of what, uh, the engagement photos are taken with a $2,000 lens on a $500 camera. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the thing. For the most part, the lenses, you'll keep. The body, you'll upgrade. Yep. So, 
But, you know, it's, I will admit, it is convenient having, an, uh, like, a phone that can act as a good camera like the Pixel 3 used to. But I had, like I said, for me, it crossed the line where I had to say, enough is enough. I can't do this anymore. I, I, yeah. had, I had to leave, you know. Gosh dang it. What? Are you, don't look at cameras right now. Too late. So one of the things, uh, so, again, this document cache came out this week from Veritas about everything. And one of the documents, and I had heard about this, but before, but what he did is he took uh, shots with his phone. You can tell it's with the phone against a computer screen of an internal discussion board at Google. Okay. Okay. This was right after the election. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh oh is right. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh is right. Um, let me read you this quote. Okay. Ultimately, after all was said and done, the Latino community did come out to vote and completely surprised us. We never anticipated that 29% of Latinos would vote for Trump. No one did. We saw headlines about this earlier and thought this was finally the year that the sleeping giant had awakened. And it goes on to talk about how. They had used um, their abilities at Google and their powers and their um, their search engines and all that to send out reminders and target Spanish-speaking Americans to vote. Mm. And they were under the assumption that all of them would vote for Hillary. And yeah. this person was 100% shocked, shocked <laughs> that anyone would vote for Trump. Trump. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, She goes on and says, I'm in shock and it hurts more than I could ever have imagined, but trying to stay optimistic and keep my head up high. So dramatic. Yeah. Uh, What's, oh, let me read this part because this made me laugh. Uh oh. (laughs) There's a thread right now among the core HOLA group. I don't know what HOLA is. It's probably something, you know, an internal group there at Google, where people are sharing how much they are hurt, how much they need support right now, and that they are coordinating to meet up in different offices to just hold each other. One in a remote office said, if you guys do any sort of meetings, I'd love to join virtually. I think I'm currently the only Latinx in my office. It's kind of hard. And then they literally, in this conversation, they have hashtag understatement. (laughs) Another said, I've never cried after election until last night. Same here. Um, It also says, I have tried to stay objective, but I ask that you please give us some time to pause and reflect. This is devastating for our democratic Latino community. After all these efforts and what we thought was positive momentum towards change, the results are not what we expected at all. We are afraid for our families, and especially for the millions of immigrants who now don't know what the future holds for them. Oh, boy. If you see a Latino Googler in the office, oh, they should be called out. They didn't call him a Latinx. Oh. Um, please give them a smile. They are probably hurting right now. <laughs> So this was from a, an internal discussion board, and this was a person who <clears throat> helped coordinate trying to get Latinos in America to vote. Yeah. And they were upset because some of us Latinos dare not vote how they wanted to vote. How dare you? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and, and having your own choice and things. Oh, uh, no. How uh, could you have that? But, I mean, that just kind of goes to show, you know, how they're kind of wanting to 
changing. Um, have influence. And- there's something I was listening to on the way down here while, to record. Uh, Tim Pool. I like Tim Pool. He was uh, doing, uh, re- talking about a new policy that advertisers have with Google and with everything else. Where if they even see the word Trump anywhere in the article, they just don't put ads. They're like, man, they're like, nope, we're just not going to do it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this, this is how things start going a little bit crazy. Right. You, know, you have that. And then you have, um, so Google now, you're, you're where what Google now is, right? Wait, what? Google now. Mm, oh, no. no. Okay. So Google now on, on your Android phone. Uh, oh, you, I've seen something about that. I don't know. So what it you is. can have it read you news articles. Oh, so oh, nice. So like in, so you can either a have it read you news articles, or maybe they uh, that news site provides like a news briefing, like that's an audio clip that they provide that you can uh, play. And so when I used to have an Android phone, I would do that in the morning. I'd be okay. like, "Hey Google, play my." Um, I had as part of my good morning routine. So I'd say, hey, Google, good morning. It would turn on all my lights. It would, um, you know, start playing my news. So I'd get my news recap for the day from all the major news sources. But what they've done, uh, and this was part of the leak as well, is they have a blacklist site. Okay. Okay. You know. Yeah. You you know, some of the things are innocuous for whatever reason. Uh, Zillow.com is on that blacklist site. <laughs> they have it marked as temporarily blacklisted for an indexing bug. And then they give a bug report number, right? Mm. And uh, to be fair, google.com slash maps. For whatever reason, the news site was trying to index google.com slash maps and try to read news off of it. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, kind of a bug. Yeah, that doesn't work. Okay, so to be fair, they have some of that. And yeah, that happens. You know, you you don't want, they don't want to do torrent sites. I get that. You know, they also, you know, block uh, searching of stuff like drive.google.com and docs.google.com and ebay.com. You don't want to get read the eBay website. <laughs> That'd be, just, yeah. you know, not good. But then you, you keep reading on and, you know, hmm, glennbeck.com, louderwithcrowder.com. Yeah. All those sites are just blocked. So how, okay, what does it mean when it says it's blocked or blacklisted? So that means that they're... Google Now News Reader, you know, whether it's displaying news in text or displaying new, you know, playing an audio version of the news, will never go and grab data from there. Unless you search for it? Well, I'm saying Google Now, the Google Now engine. Yeah. So if you were to look on your phone, because, you know, on uh, like on your phone, if you swipe left, how it has like the news articles in the yeah. list, uh, though, the stuff that's blacklisted will never show up there. Yeah. So it's just never going to show you their perspective on what's yep. going on. Now, to be fair, they have a couple uh, like left-leaning uh, news sites on here, like uh, right right wing watch, <laughs> right wing watch. You know, I can't. How do you right wing right wing watch? Yeah, right wing watch. So uh, wow. you know, I, I'm you know being fair. You know that they do have stuff like that. Uh, uh, this one, I know I've seen this all over Facebook a lot. Uh, chicks on the right. What? <laughs> it's like like these three conservative ladies who like post uh-huh. all these memes and all that. You know, they're on here. Uh, if you read through a lot of the blacklist site, there's a lot of right-leaning sites on here. Yeah. Hmm. 
uh, Christian Post, Christian Times, Christianity Today, Christian News. Uh, those are also blacklisted. I'm offended. Um, this one is this one was funny. Or I shouldn't say funny, but interesting. Reddit.com. Not all Reddit slash r slash x mormon x mormon yeah that's blacklisted like you'll never be able to get that huh there's a couple other ones on here which i agree with that that um are kind of x-rated and anything that 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 has to deal with that i'm like okay i understand that one (laughs) right Uh, i don't want that to appear on the general news list yeah you know kiwi farms that one's kind of a weird one too kiwi farm yeah that's uh like a message board like 4chan and that and by the way, 4chan and 8chan and all that are on here too. <laughs> huh. So th- that's where that Jessica, whatever her name is from Canada. Canada. Um, the, she posts a lot of stuff on there. Okay. But I mean, it, it, oh, Occupy Democrats is another one that they block as well. Hmm. So, I mean, they, they po- they're blocking some official legitimate stuff just because it doesn't agree. Yeah. But the the number of ones of, that they blocked that are left leaning, I think I saw like two in the list, hmm. and I'm just like, so they have a bias. But they said in Congress they don't. Yeah, and that's what pisses me off. Right. If they would say we have a bias, it wouldn't be such a bad thing. Then be like, okay, thank you for being honest. Yeah. Apple does that, and so I can say thank you for being honest. <laughs> Good job, Apple. You told me what you're going to do with the money I give you, even though I may not agree with it. But you told me you're going to fund gay pride parades. You told me you're going to support these inclusionary activities. You told me how you're going to filter your news. Right. And see, and here's the big thing, you know, as I've been going through is the big difference between Apple and Google. What's the big difference? Anyone know? As t- oh, as tech companies? Goodness. No, not, uh, I'm, not, I'm not going with um, the fact that one tells you what one's doing in that, but what's the big what's the big difference in their product? Let me ask that question. Uh, you tell me. Um, <laughs> no, well. well, I knew for a while that um, Apple products were um, nothing was outsourced. I'm not even talking about that. And I don't know. Well, let's break this down to a basic level. At Apple, what is a product that you buy? From? What is the product? What is their business model at Apple? Where do they get their money from? They get their money from the products they sell: phones, tablets. Yeah. Yeah. iCloud services. iPods. I, I, yeah. Are those even a thing anymore? What, iPods? Yeah. yeah. They just released the updated iPod Touch. Oh, okay. They don't have the old ones with like the little dial. I know. But they're iPod I miss, Touches. I miss those. Um, what is Google's primary source of income and in pro, in product? It's us. Wait. Data on us. Oh. D- oh. oh. Yeah, t- okay. So that's the big difference between Google and Apple. Is where they getting their main source of money from. So Apple is the stuff it sells you as a their own product. Google is like it gets the information on you, and then and uses that data that they collect on you to sell other stuff. Yeah, that's the big difference. Hmm. You know, and, and I don't care how much Google knows about me because Google knows a lot. Right. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. let's be honest. See, that's what freaks. I mean. For the high up people in like Google, I mean, what do they all have access to? You know, if they really want to, I'm sure quite a bit. Because okay. I'm sure there's something in their YOLO that allows them access to it. Right. No, because also, <laughs> I was, man, my brain was somewhat like just 
going on a little storm at work today. But I was thinking, you know how they, so they had, I mean, they had the cops go to the guy's house or whatever for that wellness check. Right. But I was like, I wonder, I was like, could they have, like, do some stuff with, like, the deep web and do some really shady, <laughs> freaky stuff? I was like, I don't know. I mean. They could. They could, but it wouldn't be in their interest to do that because yeah. them having sole control of that data is more valuable for them. Makes sense. So they they would want to have control of that data so that way they could say, oh, look, this is what we can predict. We can predict where Aaron's going to go based on this data. You know, we can predict that- what he's going to buy and what he's going to look for based on what we know about his past tendencies. We know that on Wednesdays, he almost always goes to this location at this time. Therefore, we can custom tailor his web searches to better serve ads that are relevant to him at his destination on Wednesdays. That's what's freaky. I would say they already do that with me. Every single time I plug my my phone into into the truck, all what pops up, this is your time frame to work. This is your time frame to your girlfriend, uh, your fiance's house. Oh, I can say. Okay, okay. This is the time frame to church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then if I'm going towards your house, this is the time frame to Aaron's house. Yeah. It, it automatically tells me that. Yeah. I don't. And I don't even have maps opened up. I don't it's like just that. telling me now you know, in the morning, what's the first thing that's up there? Work. Yeah, yep. same. When I go home from work, what's the first thing up there? Home. Yep. And there's a big difference, again, between how... Uh, Apple and Google do this again. Since you're the product for the product for Google, you know all that data is stored on their cloud, right? Well, Apple, guess what? They do the same thing with their Apple Maps, and I'm going to be 100 percent honest. Apple Maps kind of sucks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it, it's nowhere near as powerful as Google Maps. But here's the advantage Apple Maps has: all that data. You know, when I get up in the morning, it says, "Oh, you're you're going to drive to work. Here's how long it takes to get to work." Or like it knows about Wednesdays, so it tells me. I, this is how long it's going to take you to get to fellowship on Wednesdays, you know, from work and all that. All that data is only stored on the phone. So as soon as you erase it from there. It has to relearn it all again. Google doesn't. It's stored on their servers. <sighs> That's freaky. You know, because Apple, their whole policy is we don't need your data because we, we're getting your money through the phone, through iCloud services. If you buy expanded s- services. We're getting your money through a watch, through this and that. Mm-hmm. We don't have to continuously gather data. And any data we get, we store locally and don't worry about sending to the cloud. This is making <laughs> me want to switch now, too. Not I, same. Um, yeah, I was saying, like, that's for you to choose. I'm like, man. It is. I, I, I made that move because of I know yeah. what is going on. And I, I keep up on, on news. And... There are some people who can see that and say, I'm going to save my Android. I'm like, hey, you know what? That's fine. Beautiful. You made that choice yourself. Yeah. For me, it was just one line too far where I finally had to say, I'm out. I am out. I have a question for you now. Yeah. What if every phone company did what Google did? Yeah, that was my question. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was going to ask him, Paul, what what happens when Apple comes out and they actually were doing this and they told you this? So if it, that comes out with Apple, unfortunately, and right now, there's only two players in the market. There's iOS and Android. Yeah. There used to be a third. What was that? Windows Mobile. Oh, boy. They, they went under because yeah. no one used Wanted them. it. Now, it looked interesting. The interface was a little... So, yeah, if every... Now, if Apple comes on and says that, I'm in for a world of, now I got to pick the lesser two evils. 
And which sucks because I don't want to be in that regard. So you're just not going to have a phone? That I can't do that with my job. Yeah. I have to have a smartphone. I yeah. can't even go to a basic flip phone. I have to have a smartphone. Yeah. And at that point. Go back to Google. I would have to honestly do a grid by grid comparison between their practices. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel you. And go with the lesser of the two evils. Just like when I when I kind of had to hold my nose in the election this past year and do a grid by grid comparison of the two candidates, or not past year, but the 2016 election, yeah. and pick who was the lesser of the two evils. Right. You know, neither of the candidates running for president were really prime choice for me. I, was, I wasn't excited about it, any of them, but it, it came down to like, okay, which one is the worst of, you know? So you picked the worst one, right? I picked the better of the two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, which one's worse? Which one's better? It came down to that. And I was like, Rrr. well, so, at least in your opinion, you picked the yeah, better of the it, two. Exactly. For, for me, you know, that who yes. that is might be different for you, might be different for Josh. Right. You know, we know Josh loves Hillary. Yes. So, yeah. For if it came down to that, you, yeah, you do, man, grid by grid. Yeah. At that point, it really, I really have to take it down and look at it, you know, and look at, look at the nitty gritty of, you know, the nitty gritty. Because, that's how it's going to have to be. Now, do I think Apple is going to move in that direction? At this time, I would have to say no, just because we know where their funding comes from. You know, Now, is that a whole other conversation about why is Apple hardware so freaking overpriced? That's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, buy, you can buy a similarly specced Windows PC for like a quarter of the cost of like their high-end Mac Pro. Right. It's ridiculous. The, the, that does suck. For the price, you know, comparison. But people will flock to it just because it has Apple printed on it. Yeah. It's buying the brand. Yeah. Just like Harley Davidson. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you're, you're, you're paying, and I agree 100%, you're paying for that brand name. Yeah. You know, whereas, so is that the same with Windows? What, paying for the brand name? For like getting like a Surface Book a little bit, or no? Would you say it's... Uh, yeah, I would say for the service oh. book, it is. Yeah, same thing. Now, well, I, I, I can make some arguments saying about, you know, the the display you can take off and, you know, uh, the thinness of it for the power that it has. I, I can make the arguments on that. Because if you go right. and buy a gaming laptop with the same graphics card and processor, it's going to be thick. It, yeah. it, it is going to be yeah. thick. Hefty you know? boy. So how they were able to get it this thin and do some of that offset some of the features. It's not just a foldable you know, a closing laptop. You know, it's one where the screen come off. Tablet. It has two multiple graphics cards, at least in mine. You know, you know where it has desktop level graphic card. So that uh, helps with some of that cost. It has a one terabyte SSD. You know, that can get expensive depending on how fast you get it. And I know the specs that it has on it. Okay. Yeah. If I was to price it out, I probably would be able to get it for like minus obviously the screen ability to dock and undock. Um, probably about eight hundred to a thousand less spec wise, but it's not going to be as thin. Yeah, it's not going to have the removable screen. It's not going to have the dual battery. What about touch screen? Is that a thing? Or would that be a big part of it or not? Yeah, touch screen is usually more expensive too. Yeah, you know. But I mean, but when it comes down to it, you know, with Apple, you're paying for that price. Now, back in the day when Google had the Nexus program, uh, so a Nexus, a top of the line Nexus phone might cost you three, $400. And that was like a top-of-the-line phone for the year. It had top-of-the-line specs. Nowadays, Google, with their Google Pixel, has you know about the same specs as an iPhone. They cost about the same, too, now. Which, yeah. You know, which, which is annoying. It, yeah. You know, because both have about the same specs. 
Um, and both cost about the same, although mine's smaller than your phone. <laughs> I, I got I got the smaller one on purpose, so that way if I like what's coming out on the 11, I can upgrade to the big boy. The big one. How big is the big one? It's about that size. Bigger or smaller? I I, I don't know yet because oh. they haven't announced, released and announced. Their that size. makes sense. It still pains me to say I have moved to iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to say the words. <laughs> I don't even want to say. Use your words, Paul. Yeah, but I, I, don't want, I don't want to. So another thing that was kind of revealed that kind of yeah, plays with my brain a little bit. Ooh. And this shows you where Google's priorities are. Okay. This was a document. Um, it's called Al. This is a long title. Algorithm. Al- algorithmic Al- discrimination yes. from an environmental psychology perspective, stress-inducing differential treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it, it's from Google's internal site. It's a document that was leaked. Is it's and it has who the authors are and who the sponsors are when it was updated. Blah 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 blah. Okay, but it, I'm not going to read. This is a long study <laughs> they did. You know, some PhDs worked on this. Uh, it's 47 pages long. So Ew. we're not going to go through the whole thing. I, I took a look at the executive summary, and some of this stuff in the executive summary kind of sums it up pretty well. Okay. First off, they say algorithmic discrimination. Do you know what algorithmic discrimination is? <laughs> Josh, do you know what it is? Um, or algorithmic fairness, even. Algorithmic fairness, algorithmic discrimination. An algorithm. It doesn't have any pre-biased data entered into it to, to create certain outcomes or to give certain outcomes. That's what you would imagine. <laughs> Let me guess. It's something completely opposite. It is, basically. Yeah. Of course. So, IT stuff. So, <laughs> IT stuff. so here, here's, what, here's what they're saying with this. They're saying out in their algorithmic fairness and discrimination, right? Let's say you look up the phrase, the, the word uh, CEO. Uh-huh. On Google, it might show all males. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But what they want to do to make it algorithmically fair and not be discriminatory is make it as close to fifty-fifty as possible, even though that doesn't reflect the actual real-life population of the CEO. No kidding. That was exactly that. <laughs> you know, that's one example they gave. You know, what they're looking for is anything where the data. Shows one thing, but to be quote unquote fair, as they define fair, they manipulate the data to make it show something else. In other words, the data they show is their version of the truth, not the actual truth. Okay. I mean, I, I did exactly that. I typed in CEO and I'm looking at images on, on Google right now. And the first picture you get up on the left is a bunch of guys and a lady down in the corner, then it's a lady. Then it's guys and a lady, then it's a guy. So, and this is where I said you could see where they're coming at as their priorities on this. This is one of the areas that they had in bold on this paper. People who perceive they're experiencing algorithmic discrimination may think more narrowly, which could influence their purchasing behaviors and response to advertisements. What did they say there at the end? Their purchasing behaviors and their response to advertisements. They're not looking at this from a fairness perspective. They're looking at this on how this impacts how people interact and buy stuff from them and 
where they can sell their ads. Dirty dogs. <laughs> that tells you where they're really focused on. They're not really focused on being fair. They're focused on how money. can we get money. Greed. You know, they, they also put in here, Alder, Alder, ah, nah, nah, nah. A, <sighs> a, I'm going to just call it AD. Because <laughs> I don't have to keep saying <laughs> AD is likely to interfere with people's abilities to complete online tasks. For example, it may inhibit completion of tasks that were in progress when AD was encountered. Someone who perceives that they have experienced AD while looking for a home refinance loan is likely to be somewhat lackadaisical about moving forward with searching for a home refinance loan. Stressors have negative cognitive, emotional, and physical consequences, and AD likely has similar negative effects. In other words, what they're saying is if you search for a CEO and you see only males and you're female, it might have negative cognitive, emotional, and physical consequences. That's you know, you what know, they're you, proposing in their paper. You know, what's scary is they have to have some sort of proof or data to even, you know, in a sense, back this stuff up. So the amount of psychological evaluations they have done on us through all sorts of different surveys and um, watching web patterns and stuff like that, that's, that's crazy. They probably know more about us. I, I'm not going to say that. But they probably well, yeah, yeah, they probably know about more about us than our own government. Understand how we how we think, how we see. Yeah. I mean, think about it. They know exactly where I'm going all the time, and they can predict it. And, they, and they tell me exactly where I where I want to go. <laughs> okay. The, gov- the government. <laughs> I'm about to see if my phone's going to suggest where I'm going next. <laughs> okay. The government isn't necessarily able to do that without you know prior approval and you know yada yada yada, but. Doesn't mean they won't. But the fact that Google has it at their fingertips. Yeah. Uh, so remember when Trump said these famous words, kafefe? Kafefe. You re- Do you remember that? Minded. Negative. Me. Really? Neither of you remember nope. about kafefe? I, I really don't. Besides until you started talking about it. Really? Yeah. I am actually surprised about that. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> uh, so anyways, he had uh, misspeak. Uh, and he said kafefe. And then he he tried to... You know, go back and said, oh, this is a, a, a thing from the Middle East or something like that. You know, that in Arabic means I will stand up or something like that. And whatever. Uh, it wasn't that. <laughs> let's, let's just be honest. He was lying. Uh, he misspoke and it became a, kind of a meme around the Internet. Meme. Yep. So Meme. one of the things that Google and this. Now, here's a beautiful thing about Google. Okay. For a programming side, that is a, a, a dream area, a dream place, because they document all their changes that they do to their code. They do it through um, various, whatchamacallit, what, what do you want to say, uh, GitHub. So basically, so you can source control your stuff. So that way, you know, I can see what changed when, and they, have, they go through the approvals and all that, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So what's nice about that? You know, it kind of keeps a, 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 a history of what happened. Well, they, when this coffee thing came about, <laughs> they had um, a change that they're going to put in place to basically grab that phrase in whatever language they could find and replace it with. They were just going to put it like a, you know, the shrugging hand emoji. <laughs> you know, it, so instead of tra- trying to translate it or do anything like that, they were going to try to do that. The last minute, uh, someone, you know, kind of saw what they were doing and said, nope, do not do that. <laughs> huh? Do not do that. And they, they made them 
you know, pulled that change out of the code the yeah. last second. Mm. It, it was it was entertaining to kind of watch. I was like, huh, you know, and I read through the entire uh, change history. You know, all these people are like, yeah, we need to get this out on the web so it can be a meme and we can get it. You know, Google, again, was trying to manipulate things to be like, we need to have this out there. We need to have it this weekend so that way it can be popular and we can have it seen and da 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 da. Because people were using the word kofefe everywhere. Kofefe. You know, it, it was it was just ridiculous. And <laughs> and they say they aren't biased. <laughs> yeah. Liars. But I mean, gosh. Uh, what? Man. I just I always get so irritated with myself. Whenever I come to a point where I have to say the phrase, if you think about it, think about it. Okay. Aren't we all just liars, you know? Okay. So we talked about the, like the blacklist thing. Yeah. So there's another thing that caught my interest too. There's a thing on YouTube. Yay. It's called Controversial Twiddler. Twiddler. T-W-I-D-D-L-E-R. Okay. What Controversial Twiddler does is if you query... Something that's on this controversial Twiddler query blacklist file, you will not, because you know, if, as you search YouTube, how it kind of suggests auto completions for what you're searching. If it determines you're trying to search what's on this blacklist, it never auto completes. Ah, uh, that's irritating. So that's remember, super irritating. Remember back, you know, what is it, that big shooting in Las Vegas that happened? Yes. Okay. That this, I do remember. This is the blacklist. Uh, query list of all the things that YouTube blacklisted for searching about the shooting. Like it's pages long for over 40. Well, the entire list is about 40 pages, but Las Vegas compromises about the first 10 pages, just 10 pages of queries that they blocked and blacklisted. So now obviously if you Googled it or not Googled it, um, went into YouTube and, and entered it in, it wouldn't show the autocomplete, but if you hit enter, it would complete the query. It just wouldn't autocomplete for you. So it doesn't want you to remember it? Yeah. So actually, I take that back. Uh, this is the first 15 pages. Hmm. 16 pages. Of information we could not see? Well, of oh. of the autocompletes that wouldn't autocomplete, yeah. you know. So, so if and I and I tried a bunch of them at work today. Yeah, they just still don't autocomplete. That's this crazy. list is from uh, set July third, twenty eighteen. Hmm. So you know, there's a bunch of stuff in here like uh, about the bombing in New York and everything, like all that stuff, all all blacklisted. Blacklisted. You know, Russia plane crash is one that's blacklisted on there. Uh, um, the Russians, I knew they. Two. Knew they were at a back door. Pl- I didn't understand why this one is. Apply toothpaste on pen. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to see what that's about. Oh, never mind. Um, I think I know what it is as I think about it off the air. Okay, tell me later. Um, you know, David Hogg was also blacklisted. That would not complete. Hmm. You know, when all that happened. What about Stephen Crowder? <laughs> uh, I don't think he was on no, here. I don't know. Something called White Helmet was on here. I don't know what that is. I don't either. I know White Chapel. Yeah, so I'm like, eh, I don't know what that one is. But, you know, they have that sort of stuff. Uh, Repeal the 8th is on here. Because that was when um, the 8th Amendment of Ireland's Constitution was up to be repealed. 
And so that was blocked from being auto-completed inside of YouTube as well. So again, they're taking what they want, <laughs> you know, and if you look at this list, okay, outside of the explicit stuff, outside of that, yeah, you know, I'm fine with that. Okay. But outside of the explicit stuff, they're blocking mostly the stuff that, you know, is critical of either a, a person who's on the left or, you know, stuff that, you know, you're talking about that maybe is controversial at the time. Mm-hmm. And they don't want that out there. Now, like I said, some of this stuff, like, okay, teen porn, I'm glad that's blocked. <laughs> okay. Thankfully. Okay. <laughs> Subway bombing port authority. Why? Sub- Subway bombing port authority. Times huh. Square explosion. And Times Square is an explosion are spelled weird. You know, New York City breaking news today. That was, at least at this time, blocked. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, why? What are you afraid of with people seeing? Because let's be honest here. A lot of people, they search and are manipulated based on what they get in their in their autocomplete list. Yep. They've kind of been programmed by that. And Google knows this, you know. And this screenshot, I think, was probably the most damning of everything here. I'm going to give you some steps here. And I want you to just kind of flow this in your head. The first step, training data is harvested. So that's data. That's data about Aaron. Okay? Hi. The next step, algorithms are programmed. So we write some code. The next step, media is classified, filtered, aggregated, or generated. Okay? Yeah. Here's the last step of this thing that they have. People are programmed. Then that loops back up to algorithms are programmed, which loops down back to media's classified, filtered, aggregator, generated, back to people are programmed, back up to train data is, har- is harvested, back down. It just keeps looping like that. This was from an internal talk at Google about how they're talking about how um, their algorithms that can manipulate and change the way people react to data. Yep. They even call out that there are unintended consequences. It's, and they say the system can be evil even when no single part is. <laughs> well, what happens when you're intentionally manipulating parts of that data then? <laughs> I think there's honestly a reason why Google got rid of their motto of do no evil. It's because they, they are... can no longer do that. They can no longer say that, that that's true no. for them. That used to be their motto. And uh, the it's... fact that, that a zip file downloaded from Project Veritas is called do no do evil. No evil. <laughs> Don't be evil, sorry. That tells me enough about that. And there's a ton crap of other stuff in this document dump about how they talk about um, how they want to do this thing of fringe ranking classifier, where they will give each website a fringe ranking, basically. And they gave some examples, like Wall Street Journal will give it 8.53, Alex Jones, negative 1.56, Young Turks, 2.53, Huffington Post, 2.72, um philip defranco 273 you know fox news they at least gave 5-2 but they gave that below msnbc cnn associated press cbs pbs abc Mm. and they say that this will be a raider based classifier to directly grade channel quality in other words someone's going to have to rate it it's not going to be algorithmically based and that will and that and this idea that they that they did so that this will affect their new site rank search from web search, and it'll be based on that fringe query classifier. Sounds like Google done messed up. I love this slide from the same presentation. 
Is Google sexist slash racist slash etc.? Yes. <laughs> the training data reflects systematic bias, so the system is biased. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at least you're being consistent. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and they what have the other heck? stuff on here I'm not going to go over about where they have Googlers petitioning Google, you know, their managers to pull ads from certain sites because they don't like them. I'm just like, Mm, okay controlling much i was just like that's it's ridiculous honestly it's <sighs> kind of crazy but yeah it, it's freaking uh, hate technology all all the fun that you can hope to have right <laughs> what the heck so for these and a lot of this came out this week some of it came out way beforehand oh say one was as soon as something came out the soonest this the, the, the came out was about the election tampering. That was uh, oh. you know, that was right when I started mo- saying, uh-uh, "I'm moving away from from the Googles." Yeah, you know that's when I started saying I need to ta- start taking a look at this more. Um, and then you know for a little bit there were some things you know, and then the guy from Pinterest came forward with some stuff, and then yeah, I know Pinterest of all places, right? And then this guy came forward again and said, "Hey, look, I'm going to reveal myself and." Here's what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that stuff. I had to say, I'm done. I, I can't do it anymore. I can't be with this company and support and give them money. Adios, muchachos. What if, even with the evidence and stuff like that, what if the government said, there's nothing, nothing here is wrong. Google can do what Google wants. What, what is your response to that, Paul, if the government doesn't do anything? If the government doesn't do anything... One, I don't think that's going to happen, um, and the reason I say that, and because there are multiple senators who are riled up about this as well. Uh, if you watch C-SPAN and that, when Google is in any conversations, they kind of grill, you know, the Google executives on all this data that's coming out. The Google executives lie directly to their face. <laughs> that's just the way it, the way it is. Okay. The, the Google executives are lying right to the senator's faces and that in light of all the data released. I hope the government will do something. If the government doesn't do anything, then the government doesn't do anything. I'm still going to continue to migrate as much of my services and ecosystem off of Google as possible, regardless of what the government does or doesn't do. Um, but, but I understand fully other companies are not perfect. There's no perfect angel company out there. And no. I do not have the funds to make my own, you know, Google competitor. The, the, that, you know. That, yeah, that would take. That's kind of long an, and gone. And this an insane amount of money. So, like, could they do an investigation on these guys? I think they're trying to. You know. Because, like, like, would they be able to get a hold of these high up people's, like, computers, like, personal computers and. If they look for stuff or they would have to, you know, they go through the proper legal process. Yeah. They could get warrants and request the data be turned over. Now, I mean, is there a way that those Google people can swipe, swipe it clean before they get their hands on it? There are ways that would be hard. Um, and I, and I say this as someone who works in engineering. Okay. Yeah. Computer engineering. You would have to destroy a lot of backups. And data in a lot of places for it to be 100% gone. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, have, to be 100% gone, it would take a lot. But then, I mean. And knowing Google, ch- 
knowing Google, they have meticulous backups of everything. Yeah. So that'd be a crap ton. It w- they would have to know, they would have to have someone who knows their system in and out to be able to delete it. Now, I won't put it outside the realm of possibility. They could. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting my finger on the fact that a company like them probably has hackers to use to test their own cybersecurity and this and that. I'm pretty sure they have people it, it's that called, could make them look clean. It's called red team, blue teaming. It's a thing. They hire, they yeah. hire hackers. But the hacker, just because they hire hackers doesn't mean that they have unfettered access to the data. And if they are served a warrant and it's found out that they delete their data, well, then that's a whole other level so that of, just looks um, that they will be fined and convicted of. Because that looks awful. Well, beyond just the looking awful, if there's a warrant sent to them and told, do not delete your data, and then they go oh. and delete the data. Well, I'm oh. saying, what if they did that beforehand? They're probably they're already in the process of doing that. They're probably getting rid of the most damning evidence. But again, that's why this person, you know, again, not Mr. Perfect at all. You know, Mr. Conspiracy Theory turned over his laptop with a thousand plus documents on it to the yeah. Department of Justice. That is, mm. you know, and there, like I said, there's more stuff on here. Like if you go and download this document cache and kind of read through it, there's a whole document on there of um, when the Las Vegas attack happened again, of basically them listing out explicitly news articles. Like they go through and list every single news article they could find that was related to the the Las Vegas attack. And they basically go through and I'm trying to find out exactly what they were blacklisting on this, but it, they were adding a leg, a block on all these sites for some of their products. Like they didn't want to really promote anything. Now we're not talking like they did it from just one particular uh, news site. We're talking any article they could find. I, I, there's about 10 pages of articles that were blocked. Relate to that. Uh-huh. So, I mean, so this shows right here, this document, that they have the ability to quickly and easily manipulate various pieces of data that are exposed. Nothing here is, as they say, they keep going, it's just the algorithm that exposes the data. It's just the algorithm. It's just the algorithm. It's not. I, so, I love how, you know, in high school, you'd be sitting down and they're like, no, you need to go to re- reputable sites. You need to use... You know, search engines, you can't use Wikipedia. And here Google is manipulating the searches and stuff like that. Well, here's the thing about Wikipedia. Wikipedia, there is, um, like a code repository, there is a history of who made the changes and when. So you are able, I actually trust Wikipedia a lot because of the fact that I can go back through the change history and see if someone made a change or not that maybe introduced some controversial topic to it. Or maybe they delete some inconvenient information. It's still in the history. I can go back and see all the changes. Anyone can go do it. You don't even need to be special to go see those changes. So I could go do it. Yes, you could go do it. (laughs) Wow. So again, this and many other reasons, I just had to say, I'm done. Bye-bye, Google. (laughs) All right. So I I say the next episode is uh, what phone to buy for Aaron and Josh. Uh, Well, again, it comes down to there's two OS choices, Android and iOS. You know, I've never owned an Apple before. I still do not like it. <laughs> but I had to do it. You know so what I told myself? It's first time for everything. I said, so you know what I told myself before I got the Camaro? Because John had the Camaro. I was in the Mustangs at the time. Never buy a Chevy. Yeah, and I bought one. You bought a Chevy. Uh, and I think at one point I said, never buy an Apple. 
Now you might buy one. Uh, well, I, I don't count a MacBook Pro is on the same thing, but MacBook Pro is an Apple. I know, but I don't count it in that statement. I don't count it ever. Never mind. I'm being more specific <laughs> when I say buy an Apple than just buy an Apple product. I'm saying never buy an iPhone. Yes, <laughs> there you go. There, that that specific. Never going. Never buy an Apple. I don't count an Apple Mac product. Pro. Um, so that was basically my big long rant today. <laughs> no, I, I feel you though. I mean, especially you being involved a lot, a lot more than either one of us in the whole technology field. Aaron, do you have anything else you want to say before we, uh, and I, <laughs> not what he just said. <laughs> um, ah, <laughs> uh, goodness. I mean, if all this, well, it looks a lot like if there's all those documents and they're legitimate, that's really upsetting. Yeah. And like I said, you know, you have to be the one to make your own decision on it. You know, Oh, for switching. Yeah. Well, not only is switching, but like reading it and come to your own conclusion. Don't rely on what I say or what anyone else says to say, this is the truth. But what if I trust you? You know. Go and that's a whole lot of trucks. Go and read this data yourself and make your own decision. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunately what's we're lacking a lot in the news these days. Is news companies are telling you what to think and what to do. They're not saying here are the facts. Go make your own decision right. and go and research yourself. We're just being that's what you need fed. to do more. We're being spoon fed. <laughs> I wish I had video of this where Josh just somehow made his mic arm go off the table. But anyways, go on. No, yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, we just want to be fed everything. We don't want to do any work for or do any work to, you know, learn anything or have our own opinion, I guess. I feel like we do just take whatever's thrown at us for like, oh, well, all right. That's what yep. it is. I'm not going to take the time to look into it because why would I do that? They must be right. So, I don't know. Yeah, obviously, yeah. If the feel have fun doing your own research on anything, but man, yeah, and look at multiple sources. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. Just (laughs) don't don't just rely on one, you know, place. You know, do your research. I I I didn't know how crazy this uh, Zachary Voorhees was until Aaron mentioned something about it, and I did some research. I was like, yeah, he's a little crazy, he's a bit of a nut. And then you know, just looking through, I was like. It looks like he probably deleted some of these Twitter comments, you know, probably because he's he, getting checked out, checked out. Yeah. He realized he's going to be scrutinized a lot more because he brought this stuff forward. Yep. And so people are going to look at for any little reason to discredit him and try to bring up any little thing that he did in his past to say, yeah, that guy's not worth listening to. Yeah. Um, and also uh, thinking about that, I mean, so for like posts and stuff you make, online i mean if you try and delete it it's not gone though well you have stuff like the Wayback machine you know um internet arc you know yeah. internet archive in that yeah if it it could be captured there people yeah. might have screenshots exactly um, obviously twitter is going to have backups of on their system yeah. uh, how long they have the backups for i don't know you know so legally if they had to go retrieve them they probably could for a certain amount of time go and grab them still yeah so have fun doing that kind of stuff. But yeah. You know, yeah. Or, or just don't put stuff out there that's not <laughs> that's stupid, like yeah. being an anti-Semite. That, that, yeah. 
Full not stop. Good. That's not good. No. Full stop. That person, you know, that should not be a thing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's about that's about it. Okay. Don't have a whole lot. Brewer, Joshy boy. Anything um, else, Josh? Nah, nah, not at all. Nah, nah, not at all. Not at all, huh? Nah. Sure, look at the headphones now. <laughs> I'm gonna start well, looking. If you're at gonna do that, now. wait until the eleven comes out. Because then you can get well, unless you hear. No, you can get the SE then, which is like five years old worth of technology for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> Since we know you like to get the older versions of stuff. Uh, yes. I mean, I don't ever use them to the full. We we know that. We yeah. know. We know. We know. We, What's your point in spending markup price on a brand new phone? If I mean, you could learn to use a calendar. All I want for Christmas, Santa, is a calendar that works. <laughs> he's not he doesn't like me after today guys i'm already burnt out enough from from work that day i don't have the energy to fight back oh because i didn't work all day either you you didn't yeah apparently not work all day no one else here works except for josh apparently anything else that you want to close with mr brewer nope okay uh Mm. before i say anything Uh, we're gonna play this What is up, everybody? Clay here from The Readcast. We are a conversational-style podcast dedicated to having conversations about today's toughest topics. Faith, religion, social issues, and pretty much you name it, we'll talk about it. But one thing I believe that sets us apart is we truly want to do so in understanding. Uh, We don't have to agree with you to understand, but we have to listen to grow. So check us out. Just search Reapcast wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to check us out on reapcast.simplecast.com. I won't even ask Josh if you've even listened to anything that they said. So we'll skip you. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's lying. He's lying. I'm dead serious. I have. Okay, what do you listen to? Um... There was two that I was listening to. Uh, one was on, I don't know if it was the most recent one. Google brought it up for me when I said, hey, Google, I want to listen to Reapcast. It was on, what was it? Um, it was about depression. Well, did they start it off with about that? Hey, hey you it, see it, the title and you're like, oh, what's this title? Where, and you start listening. Where and he was like, kind of like talking about. Um, how he struggled with depression. Yeah, and, and how they had done some so stuff. So that's the most uh, recent Yeah, one this is the weather be advised. Okay, yep, yep. Um, yep, yep. That, that was the most recent one. That's the one that I, I brought to his attention because mm-hmm. I listened to it the day it came out. And I was like, hey, dude, um, not to be critical or anything, but then I pulled it into Adobe Edition and uh, I was like, you're like at negative 28 luffs. This should be at, at least negative 19 luffs. Um, you need to bump that volume up because as soon as I bumped the volume up to the, the, appropriate, fine. the appropriate standards, it, it, it sounded great. It didn't sound like they were whispering anymore. And there was one other one that I was listening to. I don't know, but to me, it's... Organic, free-range, cage-free children? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, you're joking. About, <laughs> yeah, where they were talking about unschooling and stuff. Yes. Yes. Nice. That, that was the one previous to that one. Yes. So I, so I, I listened more to the unschooling one than the other one. Um, the unschooling one... The unschooling one was closer to normal level. Yes, yes. Yeah. I will agree with that. Yeah, well, um, I, I get it. And, the, he, you know, they're, he's working on that sort of stuff. He, you know, there's things that... He knows that I don't know. There's things that I know that, you know, he might have forgotten. And 
especially where he was saying, you know, hey, you know, just kind of went through that depressive slump. You know, when you go through that, you don't pay yeah. attention to all the details, <laughs> you no. know. So I don't blame him for that. So that's all good. <clears> but anyways, go on. But yeah, no, I did. I actually finally listened to him. I, I know you guys are impressed. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I, I would have lost that bet if I would have taken that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, go ahead and check out Reapcast. Uh, yeah, do be aware that that latest one, uh, this is the weather. Be advised. Um, you might need to turn your volume up a little bit more, but the next one hopefully shouldn't have that issue. I, I've talked clearly about that, um, and he was appreciative for that being brought to his attention. He wasn't actually, he wasn't even aware it was that low until I brought it to his attention. He's like, "Oh, I am so sorry." I'm like, "Dude, don't don't be sorry. We all make mistakes. It happens. It's all good." <laughs> right. Um, life goes on. We. You, you can turn up the volume on your speakers. We can. That is doable. <laughs> yeah. Life goes on. And then or as get... I said last week, life doesn't go on. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> um, but life does go on. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess I'll end it up with this. Uh, again, don't take what I ranted on, said, uh, did all that as gospel in this case. Look up this data yourself. Uh, look up this stuff yourself. You read through the contents and the data and uh, look up this stuff yourself. Don't don't take any of that of it. What I said, uh, what any of us said as gospel in this case. You know, look up the data, read the documents, come to your own conclusion. That's the only way uh, that you can do this. Um, I came to the conclusion that I can't trust Google really anymore. I've started moving away. You know, but there are some services that I can't find at this point in time good alternatives for, like Google Calendar and how easy they make it to share with people outside of myself and that. Uh, Gmail, that's kind of hard to find, but I'm working on those things. Will I ever get 100% away from Google? Probably not, to be honest. It's kind of hard to. It is. They're literally everywhere. But as much as I can get away from them and not give them money directly. Now, they're always going to get money you know, on me data-wise, but then I don't have to give them money for a phone. I don't have to give them money for um, hardware. I don't have to give them money for uh, a Google Fi service or any other subscriptions. So the less money I give them, the better I am and the happier I say, I am. The less you use them, too, and you can skew their data. So it'd be... Yeah, they still know too much about you. They probably have tracking pixels and all that like Facebook does. Um, being your Prius. It's over, Paul. It's yeah, over. Okay. So anyways, that being said, just think for yourself. Think critically. Check out news sources. Honestly, I'll say this. If you only listen to or read news sources that are on your side politically... You're doing yourself a disservice. Check, read those news from the other side to understand a little bit. Um, and you can kind of see how much of the bubble that you get stuck in when you only read news and listen to news that's only on your side politically. Whether that be conservative, liberal, whatever that is. If we're not understanding the other side, we allow things like this to go unquestioned and unchallenged. And then we end up in a world where we're all singing the wonderful song. All hail the power of Google, let not my search fail. And I will give you all my time as long as you show me me. And I will give you my time as long as you show me 
And that is a uh, worship song I never want to sing. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, check us out <laughs> on our website, uiwords.com. Give us a review on iTunes, on uh, Simplecast. Give us a share. Uh, share does help us out because that hopefully exposes our numbers to other people that might like this. You know, if you enjoy it, maybe share it to your friend and be like, hey, do that. And then uh, we're talking in September about doing smart stuff uh, regarding that. And then, as was announced this past Saturday, September, we are doing a live broadcast from the Wisconsin Podcast Association Convention Fair uh, thing in September. So that'll be fun. And that's coming up next month. That'll be Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? That'll be what? It'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be new and interesting I'm and different. Scared. <laughs> it'll, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. But yes, do give us a, you know, do share this with your friends. Um, you know, give us a like, give us a review. That does help us out. And um, always feel free to contact us by email or other methods. So if you're in the area, come check us out at the podcast festival. You don't have to be a podcaster to come check us out for that. There are oh. one day passes. As soon as we know what day and what time, um i'll let everyone else know right uh, we're negotiating the times on the back end and so will there i can't remember will there may there be some little fun i don't know i don't know merchandise kind of things if, if we can get them in on time more information about that will come out as soon as yes. we know it we just know the uh, that's in september so if you want to find out more check out the wisconsin podcast festival it's in milwaukee this september at the Italian Community Center in downtown Milwaukee. Yeah, by and, Summerfest grounds. Yep, right by the Summerfest grounds. And all right, guys, let's get out of here. Bye. Bye.